Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is October the 20th, 2020. That's a lot of 20s. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin unconfiscatable. This is where the big boys play. Buying and over crying, baby. Buying over crying. Strong hand for 2024. Having height 2024. Oh, yeah, I'm already thinking about it. I'm offended by sat selling. We're one day closer to all-time high. Compete, don't complain. We're going to talk about that today. Hello, my elite friends. How are you guys doing? How are you? You have questions? I hope you have questions. We did a lot of questions on yesterday's show. I have answers. Type in Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat to get my attention. Both of them turn colors so I can see what's going on. This week in Bitcoin on Friday with Brian Jacoto and Alessandro. It was great. And this Friday will be great also. I got two of the guests so far working on the third. It's always hard to get that third for some reason. Uh, but remember, every Friday is This Week in Bitcoin. The last few shows have been awesome. DisruptMeister.com. Go there right now. Watch yesterday's show the day before. Beyond Bitcoin was good. If you'd like to see pictures of women and stuff, whatever. I've got it all for you here, baby. It, yeah, I'm a unique beast. Insider information right here. This is a... Uh, this is not uh, your, your clickbait uh, algorithm uh, simp channel. All right. Now, we're going to start on a positive note here with Pierre Richard has a very uh, golden age inspirational tweet out there. Depressed doomers think, and I love how he uses the term doomers, pound that like button. Depressed doomers think that holding Bitcoin is to prepare for hard times. Clear thinkers know that holding Bitcoin is to prepare for great times. I'm fundamentally bullish on humanity, no matter what derpy narratives the mainstream media journalists are foisting on us. I agree, dude. You tune out all that crypto noise, all that uh, MS mainstream media noise, and you know that this decade, it's the start of the golden age. And you've got Bitcoin for good times. And sure, it can serve as an insurance policy for bad times too. But baby, it's for it's for the good, baby. It's for the good uh, and the improvement of your life. And uh, it's, it's improved a lot of our lives already in the, in the previous decade. So, And I want to thank the person who sent me Monero. Uh, yesterday, someone said, you still have that Monero address that's listed on your about page? Yes, I do. You can easily find that Monero address on my Steemit page. I'm Bitcoin Meister there. Um, I don't put it beneath my videos here because of a weird technicality with the YouTube algorithm that might like censor my, my videos if I list them in their address. I, I know it sounds like paranoid, uh, paranoia, but I've had weird things happen where when the Monero address is listed. And uh in the future, I would assume the Monero keyword probably will get your uh, videos demonetized. It's only a matter of time. And then eventually Bitcoin too, I guess. But Monero, Monero. Anyway, thank you for the Monero. And if anybody wants to send me any altcoin, um, I'll take it. I uh, I respect the money. I know that Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin, okay? And that Bitcoin is the best. But I, when I'm running through the streets, I find a penny on the ground. I respect the money. I save the penny. It adds up over time. 
I find I found a lot of cat. I found ten dollar bill uh, on the on the ground recently uh, when I was running here in, in beautiful Salt Lake City. Respect the money. Yes, I know ten dollar fiat is 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 terrible, but uh, the USD is the best fiat out there. I'll turn that ten dollars. Uh, I already used it for something actually, something productive. Now let's uh, let's move on. Let's get talking about Bitcoin. I'm, I'm feeling a little. Uh, like I'm going to faint when I start talking about altcoins or <laughs> and fiat. I start to get ill, I guess. I don't know. Um, maybe maybe uh, we should shut down the whole world because I felt ill because someone uh, because I thought of fiat. You know, I, crazier things have been done recently. Now, uh, the existence of this beautiful BitcoinTreasury.org website. Rodolfo Novak made this thing. Okay, BitcoinTreasuries.org. It is a Simple chart that shows all the institutions, companies that have announced Bitcoin holdings. Okay, it's keeping track and it's growing. And the great Andy Hoffman pointed out uh, one that just got added was a uh, organization uh, that Peter Thiel uh, is a major contributor to. Right? What is? It? I forgot the name of it now. Block One. What's it called? I didn't even list it. It doesn't matter. It's if you go to the tweet that's listed below, the Andy Hoffman tweet, he circles it. And I mean, it's just so funny when you look up Peter Thiel now, he, he, he's a great entrepreneur, a smart guy, someone, you know, when he speaks, you should, you know, consider what he's saying in terms of financial investments because he, that, you don't know, worship him blindly, but you think about it. He explains everything. If you look him up on Twitter, though, the people talking about him, uh, they just hate him because he supports the president. I mean, so you have these people, you have 80% of the people who, when they think about Peter Thiel, they, they want to vomit because like, oh, he's, he deals with the conservatives. He's so mean. He's rich. But then you have the other people who are like, well, wait a second, this guy is, is, on, is on the edge of technology here. He, he's a great, uh, he, he knows what's going on in the future. He understands technology. He loves Bitcoin. And his group, uh, one of the groups he controls, admits, admits, uh, says they own a lot of Bitcoin. And this this chart is growing daily. It's very interesting because there's some um, altcoin entities that have admitted they own Bitcoin. So even they value their wealth in Bitcoin. It's good. The, the mere existence of this chart uh, could inspire other people, other entities to divulge, to get listed on the chart. And then the chart will inspire others that, that actually don't have Bitcoin, other organizations that don't have Bitcoin to uh, get Bitcoin. So I love this chart. Uh, and I love that a Andy Hoffman pointed out that Thiel is the latest. He's not even the latest. Someone else was added uh, recently. Now, it's not Peter Thiel personally. It's this organization that he's uh, a major funder of. Uh, and again, I'm sorry, I forgot the name of it. I didn't even, even write it down. But yeah, I, I see Peter Thiel. I'm a big boy. Okay, this is where the big boys play. I'm not some SJW victim that tries to vilify this dude. I respect this dude. I know this dude uh, is smart, and uh, I admire dudes who get rich. Uh, I'm not in the. I'm in the Bitcoin overlay, of course. I I, I I admire successful people. Now, and and more success to him. So more people find out about the him and uh, Bitcoin. And the, the other thing I'm going to say, I forgot about this, uh, BitcoinTreasuries.org, though. BitcoinTreasuries.org, it's, it's, a, it's a great uh, – it made it grow fast. <laughs> and 
feels like there was something else I had to say about it. Oh, yeah. So I call it the institutional, uh, the great institutional divulging. Could we see, is, is it like a snowball going down the mountain, okay? Just get, gaining steam, becoming larger and larger. Is this chart going to grow exponentially fast? All sorts of peak entities are going to admit, you know what? I own Bitcoin now. And uh, that's great. The great made the great divulging happy happen. Now, let's go back to yesterday. A guy who will not be divulging that he has any Bitcoin anytime soon is Peter Schiff because he has no Bitcoin. Well, he, he might have a little bit or so, but, but you get my point. His organizations aren't going to be holding Bitcoin. He's in a little bit of trouble with the government right now. And that's what we talked about yesterday. And I don't think people should be doing a victory lap. Uh, I mean, that, that's BSV mentality. When the, you know, BSV, the dudes behind BSV are all about compliance to the government and suing people into oblivion and lawsuits and, and you know, the, the tattletaling and all, all, it's, it's not everyone at BSV, but, you know, the, the prominent people. I mean, I'm sure there's some good BSV people, uh, but, you know, that, that you catch their drift. And so when I, when I see that some Bitcoiners are celebrating uh, Peter Schiff uh, being the, 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 uh, the government using its force against, uh, you know, getting him into legal entanglements here, I think of the BSV people who uh, admire legal entanglements and, and compliance. Did, did, uh, did Peter Schiff not comply with the government? I don't know. I don't care. I don't want him to suffer because of it. Uh, he didn't do anything to me. Uh, now, RA803 pointed out yesterday, I think the Schiff money laundering investigation has everything to do with Bitcoin. It demonstrates to the most obtuse of men, centralized gold money services operate at the pleasure and whims of the states. Peter is learning why Bitcoin was created. Now, I, I think that's a very valid point. You, you did tie in Bitcoin to the unfortunate situation that Peter Schiff finds himself in right now. Uh, but it doesn't have everything to do with Bitcoin. I wouldn't say that. But yes, you can apply it to Bitcoin. And my point is, uh, you know, Bitcoiners wishing bad upon him. That, that, that has nothing to do with Bitcoin. And it won't help Bitcoin, okay? It, it's... I do like your tie-in with Bitcoin, though. It it, it shows the glory of uh, de being decentralized and that you're not this target, okay? Bitcoin, what the United States government is doing to Peter Schiff, they can't do to Bitcoin, okay? All right? And uh, I, that that's, that's a major takeaway from this. But still, I, I, um, I don't support the prosecution of Schiff. And it, it reminds me of, again, BSVers uh, supporting... Uh, Suing themselves to prominence and compliance is awesome. Defiance over compliance, baby. But yeah, big BSVers, uh, they, they, uh, they talk about how their coin is very compliant. And you see where that's gotten them. You probably have it, but you, not even all their, uh, <laughs> their crate. It seems like some of their cult numbers have become silent as the, the price of BSV in terms of Bitcoin has gone down uh, recently more than just recently, um, in the medium term also. So, uh, yeah, I, who knows? The guys over there might, uh, they, they're big, they love, they're attention seekers, so they might be able to get themselves some more attention. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't like when people uh, are begging for government protection um, or, or begging, or just, you know, revenge against competition. There's no, there's no reason to, uh, 
beg for the government to protect you against uh, Peter Schiff. Okay, people should, uh, you know, if you don't like him, it, 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 just avoid, avoid, you know, avoid gold services in Puerto Rico. Okay, uh, you don't need the government to tell you, well, this one's bad. This, and it, I, I, some people just want revenge against uh, Peter Schiff, and that's uh, revenge is a, is a nasty. Uh, a nasty trait in, in some uh, humans. Okay. Now I want to, I want everybody to pound that like button and retweet this. I just put that out there uh, for you watching live and roaming Q has a question. Uh, having anyone special on this week in Bitcoin net next week for the Bitcoin white paper day. I didn't even know it was the Bitcoin white paper day next week, dude. <laughs> so no, um, would love to see, uh, <laughs> Uh, you, you would love to see uh i i'm not gonna even i'll stop okay uh <laughs> i've said too much by not saying anything to what what you're about to say there okay uh i'll leave it at that uh let's uh let's uh move on to uh the uh, what do we got here we talk okay uh, speaking about someone who has been on the show but hey, this 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 week we're gonna have some good guests, and I'm sure next week I'll have good guests too. People will be talking about the uh, the white. Uh, yeah, it is the white paper. It, it has been. He did write the white paper like two months or uh, over two months before uh, it went live. I forgot the whole time frame. I really I don't I don't care about white paper day that much. I the thing I always celebrate is and which I love doing in Tel Aviv back you know 2009 is the the, the, the day it went live January of. What was it? January 3rd, January, January 3rd of, uh, of 2009. Uh, all right. So, uh, let's see. Uh, we have, uh, this Dennis, Dennis, who is on my show, who is a dude who is totally in motion. Okay. Who just started out as a dude following me on Twitter. Now he's a writer in the space, okay, because he stepped up at all the opportunities that are available during this golden age. He talked about the following on when he appeared on the show what, two weeks ago. And now he's going to write an article about it. For Well, he, he, he he's possibly going to write a, a big article about it. And people are retweeting this. They love this. Now, I don't fully – there's one aspect of this I don't even agree with, and I'm going to – I'm going to Talk about it. Bitcoin has traded for about 91,000 hours. The S&P has traded for about 103,000 hours. Uh, Bitcoin's trading time will surpass the S&P within two years. Bitcoin is just as mature as the S&P, if not more. Iran numbers, few understand. Well, I agree in time in the amount of time that it has existed, because it's a 24-hour market, it, in that way, it is just as mature as the S&P, okay? And being around, being in existence is an important aspect of maturity, okay? <laughs> you know, I, someone, I, I'm, I'm, more, uh, I'm more mature than someone who's only been in existence for 15 years, clearly. Also, on that basic level, you, you have a very good point. It's a very valid point. And the point you're trying to make is that there are a lot of people that don't want to touch Bitcoin because they think it's so early and uh, so crazy and it just came out of the blue. But that way of comparing it to the S&P can ease some people's fears. Now, Michael Saylor had a comment that I, I also agree with, which 
says that the trading volume numbers uh, for Bitcoin are horrible and they've been fake for a while. Uh, and we've had people point this out since 2019 that 95% is fake. And thus, Bitcoin on that, that level, on that trading level, is very immature uh, because you, you don't know the true trading numbers. I mean, there's all there's fake exchange and fake, all sorts of fake volume. So while I agree, I, I, I do like your take. I mean, there, there's different ways of, of judging maturity. Okay, there's de- definitely different ways of ju- judging maturity. I, I'll, I'll say that Michael Saylor spun it as a positive. His take that um, that it's so it's it's early. It's early uh, in Bitcoin's development. If we still have. Uh, you don't know how much Bitcoin is being traded every day. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You, you, the S&P, for example, those numbers aren't fake. You, you, you know what's being traded. You know what's being traded there, okay? All right. So I, I did mention on a recent show the 210,000 block theory and how uh, basically 210,000 blocks ago was December 15th, 2016. I think we're up to that now. And it was like – uh, Bitcoin was like $780 and it was about to uh, increase by a uh, 20% over the next 15, 16 days. Uh, so maybe we could see that again. All right. If it followed, but, but the, the biggest point is every 210,000 blocks, it's the, the fiat price is more. And, but I, I, what I wanted to give everyone was the opportunity. You go to blockchain.info and you find out what block we're at. You subtract 210,000 blocks, and then that number you type in to the URL that I have below. So the URL that I have below, which is also at blockchain.com, same thing, um, but it's a longer URL. Uh, You can type in any block number, and you will see what date it occurred on. So, And that's for some people, they are very interested in that uh, because they want to see what the price was exactly 210,000 blocks ago, not just the rough estimate of 46 months ago. So I, I, I put that out there again and returning to, you know, talking about Michael Saylor, Nick Carter has a, this is about marketing Bitcoin and you could disagree with this. We're pumping well, this is this was this is already an exaggeration. He says we're pumping because Michael Saylor has replaced Roger Ver as our loudest advocate. Good work, everyone. Uh, for years now, we have toiled under the yoke of frankly insane Bitcoin supporters. It has been a long and painful road. Okay, I, I will say that uh, there have been some questionable supporters that people uh, like to get behind, and I don't think it's always the best uh, marketing. Uh, but you know, there is no marketing committee here. So anyone who steps up to become a marketing face and then, you know, you have to bear with all their, uh, their oddities and that they might all of a sudden not like Bitcoin anymore. And that doesn't look very good for Bitcoin. But I will say this, Michael Saylor, there's no doubt about it. People are worshiping him and he is becoming a major face in the marketing of Bitcoin. And it is a positive. Is that helping the price right now, I don't know. Is that helping people feel or entities feel much more comfortable about having major Bitcoin holdings and announcing their Bitcoin holdings? I think it is. 
I think it is. You know, when we go back to what we were talking about before, the mere existence of that chart, uh, the Bitcoin Treasuries chart, is going to get some people to come out of the Bitcoin closet, okay? And it's going to get some people, or ent- again, entities, corporations, uh, institutions, uh, to make that announcement. So he he's serving as a marketing inspiration to get uh, institutions to buy uh, and to make it. He is the inspiration that is normalizing holding Bitcoin in your treasuries. How about that? In your in your corporate treasuries. And that is good marketing for Bitcoin. Pound that like button. So all you fiat freaks are pretty darn happy today because uh, it, it got over 12,000 for a little bit. Dude, we were one day closer to returning to 12,000. We're one day closer to an all-time high. We're definitely one day closer to uh, beating the all-time high. I'm not saying it's happening tomorrow. We just uh, the, the all-time high for this year was 12,476. And uh, yeah, we're it, it'll get there. I think we, we will be we will beat it again. Okay. We will beat it again uh, in this year. I'll say that. I don't usually make fiat predictions. We will now, because I, I I believe that we are going to repeat what happened in uh, the end of 2016 over the this the next uh, 30 days that we're we're going to have a ramp up. We're going to have a. I, I alluded to that 20 percent increase that happened in uh, the end of December of 2016, which we're now 210,000 blocks away from. I think, I think I'm not going to say it's going to go up by 20,000. Excuse me, not by 20 percent. May it go? I'd love to see it go up by twenty thousand. It's not happening. That's not happening. Um, but yeah, we we're at a similar part in the cycle. We're at a similar point in the cycle where uh, we we were just at ten thousands, eleven thousands, and we're we're going to get uh, higher. All right, we're beat. We're beating that twelve four seven six. All right, it, it's getting higher than that. It, by the end of. Uh, Definitely by the end of this year, my, my lord. Now, let's see. And this is, I've said, what I'm about to share with you, I've talked about how America dominates Bitcoin. And here's a, a statistic uh, that supports my uh, thesis there. According to Coin Coin ATM Radar, there are over 10,000 Bitcoin ATMs globally, over 8,000 of which are in the United States, by far the most of any country. As all of you know, 80% of the population of the world does not live in the United States. Well, actually, some of you might not know that. <laughs> but uh, we have 80% of the ATMs here, okay? And uh, it's, we make up only a small percentage of the total population of, of the world. There's eight, you know, o- over 7 billion people on the way to 8 billion people. We have 330 million people, and uh, we have 80% of the Bitcoin ATMs. The reason we have 80% of the Bitcoin ATMs is because just a tremendous – amount of Americans are using it compared to other countries. Okay. It's, this is the center. America is the center of the Bitcoin world for a lot of different, uh, on a lot of different levels. There's one right there. Uh, and what is this? Oh, I do want to say, if you believe in the 210,000 block theory, we are about a year away in about a year from now will be the, 210,000 block anniversary of the of the December $19,800 all-time high of 2017, okay? So we're about a, in a year for all you impatient freaks out there. Um, 
if the for the two hundred ten thousand uh, block theory to remain true, we're going to have to be over nineteen thousand eight hundred dollars in a year. Just want to throw that out there. Just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, so we will see this uh, two hundred. Let's see if there are people. Uh, uh, Derek says, "Is is Bitcoin Meister Bitcoin Meister start getting bullish? No, of course, I'm, I'm bullish all the time, dude. One day closer to an all time high. I'm always bullish, dude. This is a long. I'm a long term thinker. I'm, I'm talking about 2024. I'm not selling a. I've never sold a Bitcoin for fiat, dude. I'm always bullish, but I'm talking. You know, I'm, I'm yeah, getting. Uh, I'm I'm happier that." Uh, you know, I, I, I'm I'm happy. I'm 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 happy that we're getting closer to that all-time high. I'm starting to taste it. Maybe I don't know, <laughs> but I'm always bullish, man. You always got to be positive. Like the shirt says, Bitcoin to the moon.com. I met this dude in freaking Australia. He rap, rap, He rocks. Hey, look, Pooly Poolia J. Poolia G is in the house. Pool A G, whatever you want to call him. He's a classic. He's been around this space for a while. He disappears sometimes. Glad to see him. Around all right now, I mean he's been watching my show since 2016, no doubt about that. Whoo! Hope he has a strong hand. Now, what what else do we have? Yeah, I've got all sorts of stuff linked to below. Oh yeah, so we're gonna let's let's get through this real quick. I want to go running. It's beautiful out. Future of banks, uh, we can't pr predict the exact future of banks. We we know they're gonna get intertwined with the cryptocurrency. They're going to survive. All right. Uh, but I, the decrypt has an article today. Banks could become blockchain nodes, says U.S. regulators. I, I think that's a creative uh, thing that they could become. Definitely, I, 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 am not putting that past them. All right, that we don't exactly know how they're going to morph, but that's one aspect of it, and an eighty percenter aspect that I, I'm positive, uh, is going to happen is banks, and the. Banks for the foreseeable future will store Bitcoin for people. There's no reason why they should even – well, that people should even allow a bank to do that. But people that, – that's what people they, – they don't have personal responsibility. And also holding your Bitcoin is difficult now. It's just for normies, it is difficult. It's going to remain difficult on a certain level for a while. So, yes, regular banks will become Bitcoin banks, but they will also be uh, – they'll also become altcoin banks. But they'll, they'll also serve as uh, nodes, I think, uh, for various blockchains, not just Bitcoin, which is, you know, their choice. There is a guy in Denver named Denver Bitcoin on Twitter. I just I think he follows me uh, and he mines Bitcoin with natural gas, he says, in Denver. I never heard of this guy before, which is exactly what Steve, uh, Steve Barber does up in uh, Alberta. And we hear a lot about him. So I would love to. I would love to hear about more people all over the world, including the United States, using excess natural gas to uh, to mine Bitcoin. And Steve started it all off. But this Denver Bitcoin guy, I, I never heard of him before. And uh, he says on his profile, that's what he does. Get yourself out there, dude. Uh, spread the word. That's positive news if it is true. Uh, also, Decrypt has an article trying to define what the 1% club is in Bitcoin to, to be one of the uh, – Top holders of Bitcoin, top one percent holders of Bitcoin, they basically settle on fifteen Bitcoin. So if you have uh, fifteen Bitcoin, you are like the elite of the elite. Okay, because you're already one of my elite friends if you own Bitcoin. 
But if you own own 15 Bitcoin, you own more Bitcoin than 99% of all the uh, uh, people in Bitcoin. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Everyone's trying. First of all, you know, what the, the reason I bring this up even is people in mainstream society try to vilify the term 1% or so much. Yet here in the Bitcoin overlay, aim to be a one percenter, admire, admire the one percenters, baby. Say, yeah, how, how can I become a one? But still, there are people that are envious. Oh, it's, it's unfair that that person has 100 Bitcoin. No, no, you try to get 100 Bitcoin. Remember the name of the show, the one Bitcoin show. And j- just to have one Bitcoin makes you quite elite also in, in the land of Bitcoin. And we've gone over glass nodes, papers before. Everyone is going to have their theories on what makes you uh, – elite in Bitcoin. Just keep on stacking those sats, as they said, say, and uh, getting those Bitcoins, dude. Uh, and d- don't come crying to me when we're in the six-digit realm telling me how expensive they are. Now, come. I hope instead of you come crying to me in the six-digit realm, you come uh, screaming and jumping and hugging me, saying how happy you are that uh, you've uh, been following me since the four-digit realm or the three-digit realm. A Green Bay Packer, I don't even know this guy's name, Big Time Burks. I made predictions that we would have mainstream guys like Big Time Burks here uh, talking about Bitcoin on their uh, social media. And he says, oh, yeah, and buy Bitcoin. And I can see he's got all this SJW leftist stuff on his feed also. I don't care. I don't care. He's making me richer. He's he's owning Bitcoin. He's, He's telling normies to buy Bitcoin. Good. Good. Green Bay Packer, dude. So wanted to point that out. And some beyond Bitcoin news. I've been last night. I was like listening to "You Might Think" by the Cars and uh, and "Invisible Touch" by uh, Phil Collins and Genesis. I gotta tell you, man, Phil Collins when he starts singing a song and he gets he puts he can really put some emotion into it. Now, by the way, he values his wealth in women. And he has had some major divorce issues that have like taken away millions and millions of dollars. It's unfortunate that some instead of a Green Bay Packer knowing about Bitcoin, Phil Collins, man, you should know about Bitcoin instead of knowing about all your, your divorces and stuff. But I got to say, back in 1986, which is when that you, that song came out there, I looked it up, man, that song. Oh, you, I, you, I love I love it. man. Uh, <laughs> so it's linked to below if you want to hear some Phil Collins and Genesis. And you also, of course, I've talked about the cars many times, and uh, they're they're freaking awesome. I'm still buying, says Er, says Emery. Good. I hope everybody's still buying. Everyone's still. You, you don't have to be buying. There, there, there's ways where you can just get it for free. Again, turning your crypto dividends in, uh, turning the altcoins you get for free in the Bitcoin, turning your crypto dividends in the Bitcoin, turning it, again. This is on Steam right now. Steam it and, and Hive. I'm Bitcoin Meister there. I, I, I would never buy Steam and Hive because I get it for free. And you turn it and you turn it into Bitcoin. It's great. So keep on acquiring Bitcoin. Have people pay you in Bitcoin? Keep on doing it, man. That's just all we for the rest of your freaking lives. And may you buy life extension with it so that in the year 2100, you're still freaking doing it. Okay. All right. Pound that like button. I'm out of here, dudes. I'm out of Meister to Bitcoin Meister Disrupt Meister. Retweet this, dudes. And of course, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T on Twitter. Seriously. I, and I've been getting good support from dudes. And again, thank you for the dude who sent the Monero. Awesome. See you guys. Bye.